Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Today, our topic is going to be about white paranoia. Now, white paranoia, um, Caucasian people, so-called white people, they like to be paranoid. They're very paranoid. When they're dealing with black people, whether they're in a, in a professional world, whether they're just a casual. Not all white people are like that. But uh, as you know, if you're a person of color, um, you can relate to what I'm about to say. Whenever you're out and about, whether you're at work or you're at the shopping mall, you're shopping for you know whatever you're buying, or whether you happen to be in an upscale neighborhood, you notice that, that you have this hint, you know, you've been followed, somebody's watching you, or you might just go ask for a question for address, you might ask for a direction, the person might give you attitude because not because you're a bad person, but you because you you happen to be colored. So they will not treat you as a as their counterpart if the person was white. So I was watching a, a segment on you know, on T V on the MSNBC about race, racism. Now this racism thing is not about your emotion. Racism primarily have to do with your um with your economics. You have nothing to do with your emotion. Now we all prejudiced. Let me explain why well, let me explain what 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 I mean by that. When you go to when you go shopping, you don't buy what like everybody buy. You buy specific stuff that you like. Whether it's certain ice cream, certain fruits, certain vegetables that you like, certain juice that you drink, certain milk. So you have prejudice towards a lot of things. We are prejudiced by nature. But racism has to do with economics and group economics at that. Because uh, we only person in we don't, black people is the only people in, in America that don't practice group economics. And that's why we suffer a lot of time. Because a lot of time we, uh, I call it a gift and a curse, we so welcome in other ethnicities, like the Chinese, the Japanese, uh, the so-called Latinos, the so-called Indians, you you know, Koreans, you know, the list, Filipinos, the list goes on and on. But these group I just mentioned, we bring them to our neighborhood they prosper. They they build businesses. They make millions of dollars on a monthly basis. Um, some of them make billions of dollars out of us. But you notice that if it if it was reversed for us to go up in business in their neighborhood, they would not buy from us. So that's something we have to be very aware of. Now the paranoia. Um, I've seen this guy, the Starbucks incident. You guys seen the Starbucks incident? A lot of it was sensationalized by was session. Uh, was pushed by the media. I think the media like kind of over. But do when you go to Starbucks, do people give you attitude sometimes? Yes, they do. Black and white. You know what I'm saying? I don't go to Starbucks. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I'm not saying you don't get that from Dunkin' Donuts too. You do get it from Dunkin' Donuts. But I just like their coffee much better than Starbucks. That's my preference. But the white paranoia can get you killed. Because when you live in a white neighborhood and you're dealing with people... Uh, Caucasian people who are so paranoid when they, when they're dealing with black people, and sometimes you might just mind your business, and the person just see you, and they get panicked, and by them being panicked, that can cause your life because if the person called the cop and the cop came, and the cop don't use his judgment, and the cop more than likely the cop might just arrest you or kill you, you know you never know because these people, like one gentleman, he was moving to an apartment. 
And um, there was some noise. You know, when you move into a new apartment, you have boxes, you got all the stuff you got to carry to the apartment. So there was some banging around. And the neighbor, so paranoid, they, she called the cops on him. They called the cops on him. So when the cops arrived, he said, sir, I'm moving into a new, I'm moving in. You, you can see, you can clearly see the, the moving truck outside. So they got paranoid, they called the cops on him. And one of them said, for me, I was in a, a regular neighborhood because uh, I do the roofing, I'm into the roofing business. So it was me and my coworker, we were driving around. So we noticed that this guy was like profiling us. He was, he was, he was following us around like an FBI agent. So he just followed us around, and then um, I said to myself, why does this guy keep following me around? You know, I'm not doing nothing illegal, um, but, but we noticed that because we were in that area, he was, once we left that area, he, he stopped following us. He was profiling us, and my coworkers was Caucasian. So th- this is what I, thought, what I mean by white paranoia. White paranoia is a phenomenon because a lot of it, um, get people go to jail. A lot of I've got people killed. So when a white person, having really been trained as a child how to deal with people that don't look that look different than them, and that goes for both black and white, but primarily white, um, it, it kind of detrimental to their health because sometimes when you're dealing with somebody that's colored, and you never been around people that's colored, and then all you hear is those um, those imaginative. Um, story that your mother or your father told you, oh, black people are bad, they're thugs, they're this and that. And that's all they feed you throughout your life. So when you are around people of color, you have a tendency of having being paranoid. Not because because what you was preached when you were young and you carry that same that same mannerism, that same behavior now. Now whenever you see somebody that's black, even though the person may not be doing anything to you, but because you're paranoid, you can call the cops on the person on the drop of a hat. Not because they are criminal. Yeah, we do understand there's criminal out there. We do understand people get robbed every day. People get killed every day. People get raped every day. So we, we get that. You know, we do get understand that um, people do get injured. People get killed. You know, it doesn't matter what color they are. But black people are the most profile people in this in this country. Also around the world. But... We, but I'm just gonna stick to United States of America. Whether you go to a store, uh, you buying some stuff, the person think that in their mind you're gonna steal. Now we understand people steal. Black people, black people steal. White people steal. Actually, white people steal more than white uh, black people steal. That's a fact. You can look it up. And I used to work at Macy's, and I know that I've caught a lot of white people stealing stuff. But do I think that when a white person walk to the store, I'm thinking they they're gonna steal? No, unless they give me that that leverage, but I'm not going to think like that. But a lot of, of of us who happen to be colored, when we go to this establishment where there's a, at Walmart, you know, those Macy's, uh, JCPenney, we're shopping, you know that the the, 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 the sales associate will follow you around. They're not following you to really help you. They're following you around just to see if you're going to steal something. And I had one lady, I think she was, she really went to upscale. She went to Louis Vuitton and she was buying uh, some kind of stuff. She was buying bag shoes and some glasses, some sunglasses she was buying from Louis Vuitton. And she knows that the seller associate asked her for ID, which she gave her ID. Then she was like, oh, much nonsense. You want to see check, buy a check. And she wrote a check, and she paid the other half in cash. So because she paid the other 
portion in, in cash, so she thinks she was selling drug or she's a whatever that sells her shit up because she was profiled. So she called the cops on the lady, and the lady was so mad, so uh, so upset about the situation because she said, "I'm buying this thing. If I go to the uh, Louis Vuitton store, that means I can afford it. I'm not here to still do anything like that." But you know, th- that's our dilemma, that's our problem in, in America, and that's why you have to teach your children that they're gonna be around people that might not feel comfortable around them just for the uh, uh, just just their color, not because they're bad chill people. Because the person, even me, I live here in my complex here. I be going at the gym to work out, and not only why I get it from uh, Indian, I get it from other people. They give you those look like you don't belong here. I'm like, dude, I live here. I pay the same rent that you pay every month, so I belong here. So the person look at you like you don't belong here, like you're a suspect, and that's our dilemma. Wherever we may go, whether you're driving a nice luxury car. Um, the person may feel that, uh, especially the white people, always feel that, or oh, you're selling drugs, or you steal the car. Not all white people feel like that, but that's the average white paranoia. When they see you a luxury car, they think you steal it, or you selling drugs. So that's my thing about white paranoia. Is a phenomenon that that needs to be dealt with, and white people who don't behave like that need to deal with it too because. It's detrimental for them and us, mostly us, because those cops, when they call those cops, more than likely we get killed, we get, sh- we get, go, to, we go to jail for no reason, and we, and that's what I gotta say about this topic. You guys can call in and, and discuss. Take care. Have a blessed day.